So you may have already worked out by now that a large part of the success of this course is all about mindfulness. It's about becoming aware of all of those thoughts and feelings and emotions that we previously just used to experience without giving them conscious approval. In the moments that we're having urges and cravings, we can feel quite hopeless and quite weak. However, the goal at this point is awareness. It is the awareness of those feelings that is absolutely key, not total abstinence at this point. So the good news is that becoming aware of the craving, it's an opportunity to learn from it and it can actually have a positive effect still on this whole process of reframing your beliefs and regaining control over alcohol even if you give in to the craving so long as you're mindful about doing it in the moment, you're assessing it in the moment and you're assessing it after the event. So when you stay present and mindful during a craving, you might be able to actually resist it. You might be able to think about it and really test it and absorb it and think about it as something that is separate to you. Or if you do ultimately give in to the craving, you're going to be able to learn from the experience so that the next time you're not going to give in as easily or at all. Studies have actually shown that if you repress an urge forcefully, you push it down and simply ignore it, you make it worse. So instead of running from it, we want to stare it in the face, we want to dive in, challenge it and be aware of all of the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions that we're experiencing in the eye of the storm. So this is essentially called surfing the urge and it is a wonderful tool and studies have shown that it actually works. A more extended form of this is in the Alcohol Freedom Library together with other tools but let's talk a bit more about this tool. Think of your cravings as like a wave. Some waves go very gently and drift away without too much force Others build under pressure and they can feel quite extreme and powerful. But they can eventually subside and they will over time. So just think of that wave as building up and passing through you. When you get to the point of experiencing this urge, this craving, this are the, these are the questions that I would like you to ask of yourself. Firstly, what was I thinking immediately before this urge and this craving started occurring? What was I feeling immediately before this urge started? What am I thinking now? What am I feeling now? What are the physical sensations that I'm experiencing right now? Do I have sweaty palms? Do I have a racing heart? Am I feeling really antsy, really anxious? Are these thoughts that I'm having right now, are they true? Are the questions running through my mind, are they true? And then finally, would I feel better if I didn't have these thoughts? So these are the questions 
to ask yourself and it's like you are pulling this craving out of your body and you're staring it in the face. Uh, It's like you are an observer to it. So you are not the craving. You are more powerful than the craving and you're pulling it out and you're observing it like a scientist and you're asking all of the things that I've just asked you to ask yourself. Some people like to actually give this craving a name. It can be a monster, the wine witch, whatever feels right to you, but it is not you and you can learn from it and eventually all of these questions are going to make it smaller and quieter. So don't try to stop thinking about them. Just ask the questions and learn from them and you're going to find patterns. So over time, you're going to find that similar thoughts, similar feelings immediately preceded the urge and the craving. And you're going to find the pattern that with those bigger overwhelming waves, that similar feelings and thoughts and circumstances were present. And you're just going to learn so much by by this experience. So even if you do drink, so you give in to the urge, that's all right. Remember, this is about mindfulness. So if you give in, the positive effects are going to build up over time. And afterwards, I've got some questions that I would like you to ask. And remember, all of the wisdom is inside of you. The most important words that you're telling yourself um, They're inside of you and you alone have the answers. And I find this really empowering. So here are the questions. What What were you thinking right before that craving started? What was I physically feeling right before that craving started? What was my emotional state? So cast yourself back and think what happened. And sometimes with the benefit of hindsight you're actually able to learn a bit more. Secondly, uncover the judgment that you were really experiencing. What negative thoughts and judgmental thoughts were you having about yourself or or, or other people right before and in the moment? So were you judging yourself as weak? Were you judging yourself as boring or different? Write down all of those judgmental thoughts. Um, Get them out of your head, get them onto paper. Thirdly, discover the truth. So have a look at each point on the list that you've just prepared of the judgments and ask yourself, are these actually true? Are there reasons for my cravings? Are there patterns in my cravings? Was I hungry? Was I tired? Was I lonely? What unmet needs might I have had? So write down um, what you're finding and try and reach a point of acceptance uh, and a place for you to be able to reach compassion for yourself in the moment preceding and during that craving. So this is all about your craving brain. This is you learning about your craving brain. Everybody is different, but you have the answers and you're uncovering the patterns that lead to your cravings.